This is a Chazar Shir from the Shir that was given Shabbos, Pashas Bahabachu Kaisai. We're on page Kuf Lamed Gimel. In the middle of the page, Yesh Kan Mivne. Yesh Kan Mivne. It isn't a person in the world who is not seeking what what the Bilvavi is offering, what the Torah is offering us. The Torah is offering us is a life without without daigas, without pacha, without fear, without anxiety. <clears throat> a life that's filled with simcha, with shalvas hanefesh, with menuchas hanefesh. And there's only one thing that we have to do, and that's not to want anything. This is, it sounds like something that's impossible, and we have to learn what that means not to want. And again, we're not talking Khalila about wanting alias and ruchnius, God forbid. And even that, we have to talk about how not to break oneself without wanting. We'll talk about that more, Mr. Shem. But right now, we're talking about the luxury apartment on the 19th floor overlooking the ocean, and the nice couch in the store window, a couple of uh, a couple of yards over on the block, and. We ended last year with with the person resigning himself and accepting, what am I going to do? Lamaisa, I looked into my bank, I spoke to my wife, I went over the cheshbainis, and Lamaisa, I can't afford it. So I can't afford it. So that resignation, that resignation would, would appear to be a very good thing. As a matter of fact, from what we've learned and where we're coming from, we would see that as being... Uh, quite uh, an impressive feat on the part of the person that he has resigned himself and he's accepted. And we would even go so far as to say that that's a personal samech bechelko. He's happy with his lot. But that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Resignation uh, in parentheses yeyush. Resignation means yeyush. Yeyush means giving up. Giving up means either A, one day, one day, could be in Hashem. I'll have that apartment, I'll get that money one day. Or B, the second possibility is I'll never get it. And you know why? Because I'm a lo Yitzvah. I was never successful. Uh, and my ho- I'm, doing, I'm ready 30 years we're in this apartment. I'll never have that place. I'll never be much leer. My friends are all ahead of me. My wife should have married her high school sweetheart. The guy's a billionaire. And look at me. V'chula, v'chula. So, <clears throat> that doesn't sound like a victory march. And that doesn't sound like Samech Bechelko. That he's resigned himself, could either be because of Yeyush, or he put something on the back burner. Either way, the underlying problem remains, which is that he is a Reitzer. He's, he's a Reitzer. Even the Yeyush, even the despair or the depression, Chasusalem, that doesn't mean that he's not a writer. It means that he's a defeated, he's a defeated, depressed writer. But the problem is, he still, he still is be'etzim a writer. It's just that he was misyayish from getting what he wanted in this particular situation. So where's the, where's the simcha sanefesh? Where's the samech bechalka? Where's the menuch sanefesh? So that we have to find a new way of thinking. It's not a matter of these little adjustments. Okay, I'll accept that I won't have that apartment. And then I go weiter, but I'm still a righteous. And now I went past the apartment. 
I went past the furniture store. Now I go outside again, and I'm on the way to shul. And so I saw something else that it's not a half a million dollars. It's, it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. Many times you see this with children, that if they want something, a little kid wants something very, very badly, and the parents are very strong, that the shum'ayf, and you can't have that, that you have to pacify the child by getting something less expensive, less dramatic. And the child can't walk away from that day feeling that it was a total loss. So we tried to pacify the child. Adults do that also. They pacify themselves in, in, in different ways. Some are more expensive, some are less expensive. Some are more harmful, drinking, drugs, halila, etc. And some are less harmful. But the person hasn't changed from being a reitzer to being a samach b'chelka. For that, there needs to be a very, very big tikkun in our entire way of living and our entire way of looking at life. And that's what we're learning about. So in the middle of Kuflam and Gimel, Yesh kan mivne we're making a mistake altogether. With our usual way of <coughs> of understanding things. This goes back to the original to the original Yisod of the entire Sefer, which our life depends on. And that is having a new way of looking at ourselves as being a Bria, which is essentially Nishama, that the essence of my life, of who I am, is Elokai Nishama Shunasad to be Tairi. If a person, if a person, lives in that place of Nishama, and he understands that the Nishama is who I am, who I am my Nishama, the other things that come inside Haguf, some things you need, you need to eat, you need to sleep, and even what you eat, what you need to take care of the guf. The guf is a lavush. The body is a the body is a garment, as we were learning the entire year. But the I, the ani, is the neshama. And the wonderful thing about that is that the neshama is type of mind. There's nothing that I've ever done in my life that has actually damaged, that has ever, God forbid, damaged my neshama. In other words, my neshama is be'etzem, not lacking anything. My neshama is whole and pure. We say that every single day. We're all ma'aminim. We believe that. And we know that according to the Ayriya Kaddish and the Zara Kaddish that any any Avera that a person has ever done never stained or darkened the neshama. The I, the essential essence, the I of the person was never damaged. There's damage that takes place. Other madragas of a person. But the neshama is 100% your fadra, your secret. It's a beautiful, mum ein bach, unblemished. The the miraglim, we're already holding in safe the miraglim, the spies. So, even though they were great and exalted people, for whatever reason, they saw the goof of Eretz Israel. And the goof, the levush of Eretz Israel is. The goof of Eretz Israel is a pachat, fear, anxiety. Like grasshoppers, compared to the goof, compared to the frightening matzav in Eretz Israel, 
we're nobody, we're nothing. We're grasshoppers. We're insects, we're bugs. The the difference between them and Kalvin Yeshua is that Kalvin Yeshua said Toivaharitz Ma'id Ma'id. They saw the Nisham of Israel. There are people even now who when they go to Israel, they see the goof. The goof of Israel, everybody else can be extremely frustrating. It's better than it used to be, but it can be very, very frustrating. The encasement of Israel. And if you go with the eyes of the Miraglim, then then you run from Eretz Yisrael and you feel very distant from it and you can't and you can't relate to 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 it other than as being a charming um, and inspirational uh, historical tourist site but Yeshua and Kalev said Tayvahar it's ma'id ma'id that Yeshua and Kalev saw Eretz Yisrael's neshama and the neshama of Eretz Yisrael is, is beautiful, is perfect, is unblemished. In the same way, there were Jews, even Jews who weren't religious, who used to see Eretz Yisrael that way. And maybe there's still some. Al-Haskam of Akama, Jews were Shem Mitzvahs. The Imkach, and when you see the neshama, when you look at yourself from the perspective of neshama, and you know that the etzem ha'ani, remember the etzem ha'havai, the two ways that a person, the two ways that a person can find happiness and menuchas nefesh. One is by getting things. That means to be a reitzer. Reitzer means to be a rutz, to run, to chase, to be in the rat race. The other is etzem ha'havai My simcha, my menucha comes from who I am. That has nothing to do with your tax bracket. That has nothing to do with with where you live, who your kids are, who your wife is. The etzim ha'havai is the neshama. And the neshama is like chosav haklum. It's not missing. The neshama is not missing anything. Im loy chosav Now, we understand that if nothing is missing, ein loy tzarech l'hosef. Then there's nothing to add. Because I don't want anything because I, I mean, the etzim of Hoyam doesn't need anything. Yeah, it needs... It needs more learning, it needs more tire, it needs more mitzvahs, and so on. But as far as the as far as the Lavush is concerned, I don't need anything. I could serve Hashem with this world. Of course, that's a very big Yisod in the Torah of Hashem. We're not going into it right now. But as far as needing and wanting something for myself, so there's, if, 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 if there's no chisarun, then then there's nothing to add. And not only that, but by adding, you could, we learned that by adding, you could be ruining your life. Or by seeking constantly to add. Again, there's no avera to have something. But by wanting it, and living with a want, and feeling, the, and feeling always that lack, that emptiness of not having, then you become a writer, and you lose all of your simchas and nefesh, all of your menuchas and nefesh, because im loy chaser baklom ain't let sarf lahaysef laharchiv akinyanim. You don't have to expand to have more things. Rest of the sun is a gashmi meant to want more things. You know that the, the more you have, the more you see that any time that anybody, when someone comes and tells you that they're, that they're just making a little extension of the house, how much is it? No, 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 no more than eighty thousand dollars. 
So everybody knows that that even the people who can afford that, it never comes out to the number that they say, or less. It always, well, you know, if you're already doing this, then uh, you might as well do that. And if you're doing that, it wouldn't be, it doesn't stim with the rest of the house, so you might as well do this. And I'm not even talking about a Ghana, we're talking about an honest contractor who built it. And that's just, in, we just see that in Gashmias, that anything that you add creates a need for other things. You know, so when I have to get the, so I was talking last week about the, about the cell phone, or Teresa, about the cell phone. So, so I had to get the cell phone. Of course, the kids want me to get all the, all these things. I just said, no, I just want the, you know, the basic model. And then the guy starts talking about, like, the stuff, like coleslaw and potato salad, you know what I'm saying? There's cases and things and all this, like, there's like a whole, there's this, like, whole department store of paraphernalia that you have. If it, you know, and each thing that you get, it, it makes new things. They come with it, and new signers, a new chachkov, a new. That's how it is. Computer is a, there's a whole. There are computer stores, right? There are computer stores. It's not just a computer. Oh, you have a computer, so then you, so then you need a special. I saw Chalamoid. Uh, I was waiting for the. So I went in where we were. There's an Office Max, one of these. I like those stores, Office Max. There's all these stationery. I like those kind of stores. Not, I don't buy anything. I just like to look at this stuff. I buy these. I buy like little stickies and things like this. So, but they have like special wipers for the computer screen. Like, a special, like there's a whole subculture. Like it, it could be that maybe you could just use like a, you know, a towel with water or something, paper towel with a strip. No. If you really love your computer and you have a hiscashious to your computer, you're going to get the... For seven ninety nine, you'll get uh, maybe that's even lower. You'll get for seven ninety nine the special super duper approved by the biggest of people, special for computer screen, which is is a piece of glass or plastic, whatever that is, special to clean your computer, and and, and one thing leads to another. But now now you feel like when you go to someone's house and you see on his on his table that he has the computer special wipes for cleaning the computer. When you go back to your house, you feel like uh, you look at your paper towels and you feel like you're, you know, you're chassi because I don't have the computer wipes. I only have I only have baby wipes. So what am I gonna do with the computer? I don't have a. It's not nice to the computer, and that's how all of life is like that. So this person who lives with the nisham, the nisham is taiva ma'aid, There's nothing to add. In, in Gashmis, there's nothing to add. So there's no need. Because the person, Mitzad the Neshama, believes that the Matzav that he's in, Mitzad Etzem Teve Yitzira, so that means, that, that's what it means, the self, the I. Who Matzav Shalom. It's beautiful, it's, it's perfect. Vimkach, and if so, why should I exchange all of that for a for an expensive couch of the for the apartment on the 19th floor by the ocean? The emphasis is that we say that all the time. David Mel says, right? Those who are seeking God. That's exactly what we're saying. They're not missing all that's good. They're not missing all that's good. 
So I remember the Shlach Kodesh, the Shlach Kodesh asked, why does it say, they're not lacking Kol Toiv? Why doesn't it say, like Yeshlehem Kol Toiv? They have everything that's good. Or they will have everything that's good. It doesn't say that. Because we all know that there are there are Dorshe Hashem who live in little tiny little apartments. It's not, and, and you would say, what's uh, they have everything that's good? They don't have everything that's good. They don't have uh, all, all the stuff that they could use and so on. So Dovid Malach didn't say that. That's what the Shlai is. Dovid Malach says, Dorshe Hashem, it doesn't say, Yesh Lehem Kol They have everything good. It says, Dorshe Hashem, Lo Yachsiru Kol They're not missing anything that's good. I don't remember the Shlai Kodesh answer. I remember the Kasha. But now, according to what we're learning, it's very, very beautiful. <clears throat> according to what we're learning, the Ikah HaBrocha, what Dovid Melch is saying is, if a person's Doresh Hashem, Doresh Hashem means a Neshama Dikayid. He lives with a Neshama. A person who lives with a Neshama, which means Etzem HaHavayishlo, his essence, his existence, Lo Yachsiru Kol That doesn't mean that he has everything. It could be he's a poor guy. He has very little. But the biggest bracha is he never feels a chisaron. Lo yachsu. I'm not missing anything. That's the biggest bracha. Because you know you could have everything in the world and you see yourself as the biggest chasa. Yesh leh mother, it's a messiah. Then what it means? Yesh messiah, right? It's a arba And it goes on exponentially. So, <clears throat> so when David Melech said, Doresh Hashem, if a person is Doresh Hashem, that means a person who's seeking chayei haneshama, the life of the neshama, the inner life of the eye. I think that's the simple pshat. It doesn't say the shlo is right. Of course he's right. It doesn't, the shlo is asking, how come it doesn't say yesh loy kaltayv? The tarot says he doesn't have, he has, it could be he has nothing. The brach is lo ya, that you should never be a balchisar, and that's the brach, lo yachsiru kaltayv. That, that, that he doesn't feel that it's missing, he doesn't feel chisar in his life. Because the darsha Hashem live with the neshama. The mimeilas lo yachsiru kaltayv. Everything is gewaldi. Everything is gewaldi because I'm in a place of, I'm in a place of that who I am in my yitzir, even if I did an aveira, but <clears throat> I can get past that. I'll do tshuva and I can still be good and be happy. I can recover from that aveira. I don't get stuck in it. I don't sink in it because I know that the etzim is cult is layachso cult type. In the in, in the essence of who I am, I'm not missing anything that's good. I I, I messed something up. Well, I messed something up. In what I did, but in the I could change in a minute because because the cold type is not missing for me. Therefore, the person asks himself the simple question when he's standing there for a second and the advertisement of the apartment and the couch caught his eye. <coughs> he has to ask himself. The neshama, the neshama lekis that's found inside of me, that the Creator Himself testified on His product. The Barshalom signed His name on every neshama. That's something. Anybody that would lahabla go over, I often gave the marshal. If you go over and um, you go to the museum, where I don't know where the Mona Lisa is these days. But if you go over in Paris to the to the big museum over there, and and uh, and gesund, and you're watching, you're looking with all the people who are and people looking at the Mona Lisa, and and you know you take out from your pocket, you take out from your pocket your your marker, 
and you go, you start walking over there, and, the, and right away there are ten police. They throw you on the ground. They handcuffed you, and the and the reporters are taking pictures. And they say, "What's the? What are you doing?" She said, "I wanted to make. I thought a little bit of a thing on the a little bit by the ear could use a little bit shadowing." And I, I'm a, I'm a, I, I take a, I take um, art in uh, in college, and I felt that the Mona Lisa could use a little shadowing by the ear. I put him in it. They'll lock him up for the rest of his life. I'm shaking him. He goes with the black with a magic marker over there to make a. I'll have the alpha alpha dollars if something comes over to the secretary, which I once saw this, by the way. I once saw this, that somebody was trying to make the equipment of the with a magic marker. <laughs> so somebody wants to do something in the secretary. She said, what are you doing? The secretary is, the secretary is perfect. Kalamaisev Gareya. Lahavdal, just a marshal from something of this world, the Mona Lisa's. It's priceless. You, you, the second you go over, then you do that, you, you ruined it. So what's more so? The Barisham signed his name, not, not Leonardo da Vinci, da Vinci. He's the one that made it, right? That's he did the Mona Lisa. Not he, that he has, I don't know if he has his chasim over there. But the Barisham signed his name on the Nishami. He put the Nishami, he said, and he signed his name, and he said, Taiva Ma'id. Perfect. Mum Einbach. Perfect. The one who made it, signed it, and testifies, perfect. So now, the neshama that the Barishlam himself signs his name on, that it's perfect, it's good. Or the dira on the 19th floor. And when a person, using, coming back to to sell the emes bemis, if a person is in that place of neshama, he would not, it's, it would be impossible to compare even a tiny little darfla, a tiny little nothing, a shack, some place, in the Negev, to the to the biggest house in in the, in the back of back Lawrence, it would be it would be a galechta. He would look at the person that tzaddik would look at the person in Lawrence as a as a, a rachmanis. Either guy in Lawrence is living like that gvir, is living in this palace. He's got tennis courts, he's got pools, and he's and he's able to have and he's able to have guests in thirty different rooms and all that. And this and this he'd live someplace. You know, in the Tivot somewhere in a in a little apartment with a half a bedroom or something. <clears throat> and the and the tzaddik who's living in the Tivot looks at the person in Lawrence as, as a big Rahmanis. And the person in, in Lawrence is looking at the tzaddik as a Rahmanis, he lives in a little apartment in the Tivot. So it's the Khilik. The Bhishram himself said about Echisel, Taiva Haaritz Ma'id Ma'id. You see Yeshua called the terrorist testifying that Echisel is Taiva Ma'id. That's that's the best place in the world, but that's that's not mitzvah the goof. Mitzvah the goof, the house in Lawrence is better than the apartment in the Tivot. There's no question. But mitzvah the Barishlam's eyes, the emiss of what really is, of what really really is. Tivar, it's ma'id ma'id, and the sham, the So what's better? What's better than the shama? You make a decision. The neshama that the Barishlam signed is good, is perfect, or the apartment on the 19th floor. The vada and neshama. Certainly the neshama. The problem is that we don't know that. We don't know that. We don't live in that reality. We're stuck in the goof, and, and, and we look at the world in that shallow, empty way of Ritzainus, and as far as that's concerned, then Tyrus and Ritzainus, the House of Lawrence is is, is luxurious, is magnificent, the 19th floor apartment over the ocean. 
And the little apartment someplace near it's a silver clay cake. It's not. So we don't know this. And even if you know it in your brain, intellectually, that the neshama is greater than the apartment. You didn't experience that. You didn't feel that. And that's the tachlis of all of the savayids, to feel the neshama. And all, and all of this from Akadoshim is to, and we're learning, and all of the writings of Piazzatsna, that there should be a gili, gol, and na of the neshama. Lahigis, Lahigis has she never felt it. It's going to be when Mashiach comes, and Mashiach is going to, Mashiach is going to show us the truth. And we'll understand in the deepest way the difference between the, the apartment on the 19th floor and the neshama. A little bit, a little bit, I don't want to say, you have to be careful not to say things that you shouldn't say. But you know there's an Indian before Mashiach comes of suffering. Heavenly Mashiach. Halavai, we should already be part of from all of that. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that happened over the last few years and, and the war and the Holocaust. But everybody knows that that that, that, that Chazal talk and, and, and Navi and Chazal talk about terrible things before Mashiach comes. Why does that have to be that way? Why does it have to be? So there are many explanations, but the simplest explanation is that the British is preparing is preparing us for Chayah and Neshama. And the attachment to the Guf is so strong that the British through Hevel Mashiach wrenches our hands off of the Guf and says, listen buddy, forget about it, the Guf's not going to do it for you. The world of the Guf, the world of Ritzainus is not working anymore. And you're going to have to seek something Else and who are you going to seek? Is panecha Hashem of to seek the elokus inside of yourself to seek the neshama. So chevli Mashiach. They're going to be people whom Mashiach comes. They're not going to be able to masig to to leave the house in 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 back Lawrence or wherever that is to leave that house and to go to live someplace in, in Eretz Yisrael. They're not going to be masig that. And and if they ask. Uh, uh, if they ask, then where, where was I? Where am I being placed? And the answer is not like in uh, Rechavia. No, no, sorry, Rechavia is taken. Wolfson Towers, mate? No, 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 no. no. Savion? Oh, sorry, Savion's taken. Where? A little apartment in the Tivot. Don't worry, you're overlooking the Babasali's, you know, uh, kever. <laughs> but you'll be a little apartment in the Tivot. So the person can have a, the person's going to, that's why I had to wait for Mashiach. To leave, to leave my pool or my tennis court, to go to some dinky little apartment in a Tivot. I have to go shopping in a Makult. I can't send out it. my, my, my Shivcha Knan is to go to, uh, to, go to Gourmet Glad or to, uh, to, to go to Flatbush, to, to Pomegranate. Yeah, there's, there's no place there. Every time I open the newspaper, I see these, these guys from, the, from this grocery store. I don't know what kind of place this is. It's not much nothing. So, the Baruch before Mashiach, what's the Chevli Mashiach? Chevli Mashiach is, I guess, the Baruch in a certain way, is saying to us, you know, get real. Get ready. Get ready means it's not what you think. It's not what you think. There's something else that's going to make you happy. But it's not what you have. It's who you are. So I'm going to take away some of the things that you have. And you have a choice when some of those things are taken away. You either are misyaj, you become depressed, your sinus are even stronger. Or you begin to think about who you are, not what you have. And then you could find real simcha. And then you could live anywhere in the world. Not in the world, in the United States. So anywhere you're assigned to, the bigger,
because you have your nisham. The nisham is perfect. Adam shleichavim ha'olam hagasha shalmisha shehivsik lirtzais. A person who's never felt what that's like to not want something, to just not to, not to resign yourself and to walk away with your head down. Oh, didn't work out. Maybe one day, but not to want. Who's who, a person who's never felt that unbelievable feeling? The mesikus. Of the nisham, you know when you feel that sometimes a little bit, when you had a big yetsahar for something, a taifa, I don't know, whatever, not for a thing, but for an avera, something God forbid, and you were misgab on the taifa, and it, it hurts, shasmaisi, it's painful, but afterwards there's a taste of the nishama, there's a mesikus, that in my nishama, I tasted my nishama. The only time you really taste the nishama is when the guf is given a patch and set back. And you taste the neshama. You taste the neshama. It's an unbelievable thing. That, when the person is misgabra and he ate Sahara, and he says no, and he and even though it hurts, and he does, and he they, and he walks away from it, and and he and he overcomes it, then afterwards he goes to daven, ah, because he tasted his neshama. He tasted the real essence of who he is, which is perfect, which is pure. And he didn't give in to that goof. He didn't give in to the game, to the lavush, to the 19th floor apartment. Wor- and worse. And he was misgaber. When he's misgaber, there's never, there's no other time that you feel as alive as when you misgaber of red taiva. Because that's the taste of layachsu kol of the etzim hatayv of a person, of the etzim hanashama. That's the unbelievable feeling you get when you do a taiva for somebody. You do, you do for somebody a tithe, you help someone, so you crash and you'd rather not, it's the tithe. But then you know when you do it, that, then you don't have to even wait till after you do it, even Bishas Maisa when you're doing it. Bishas Maisa when you're doing it. You, 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 you feel gewalded. I, I once told you, and a year or two ago, that I remember this happened more than once in the mountains. Those who are uh, familiar with, the, with that world of the Catskills can relate to this. But I remember years ago that I went. Uh, we, were, we were at that time at a place in Matasel, and uh, right outside of Matasel, and and uh, I went to the grocery, and when you come out of the grocery, there's these old Hasidic ladies that are standing there with their groceries. What are they waiting for? They're waiting for a lift. They don't drive, they don't have cars. So uh, when you come out, you go man, you go man. So so there's a lady there with like 40 bags, you know. So uh, can you uh, can you take me? Uh, so well, yeah, let me take it. So I ask you, where are where are you? This is this is all right. Here in the Sviva. <laughs> so this is way past Mountaindale. Like you know, this was this was a mahalach, and in some Iraisk of Africa place with like four bungalows somewhere besides loading it into the car and everything and i remember thinking i can't believe this because <clears throat> you know i had a, had, had a and i had a little spare time and i was looking forward to getting back to the bungalow and my place was 30 seconds away and every time i'm going to the lady she doesn't tell me where it is she just goes weiter she keeps telling, i don't know where i'm going I said, maybe i'm going to borough park she says me weiter this is weiter so i'm driving 20 minutes and then i get to the place then there's a you can't take the car. I get mums filled with bags, 
So then, and then I go. I have to go to her bungalow, which is up a mountain. And then by the by the bungalow, you have to go up the back. There are these steps going up to this uh, bungalow. And the whole time she's saying Shkaya, 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 Shkaya. But it felt great. It's just you know how you feel. Besides, my you know you get annoyed, but then at the time that you're doing it, and especially afterwards, the whole day is a lichtiger day. It's a lichtiger day because it's the taste of neshama. It's a taste of neshama, even though theoretically. When you're in the goof and you're sitting at home, you don't want to, or even the, maybe the next time you're going, you look out before you leave the grocery. I don't want to meet that lady. You know, i got to watch out for that dangerous uh, lady. But Bashas Mai said it's a taste of the Neshama. It's Chai HaNeshamas. Chai HaNefis. To be misgabra on a goof. A person that doesn't, that, that never tastes, there's no other Masikas, the sweetness of that. And you remember, we learned the simple formula. When do you want something? You want something if you think it's going to be better for you. That's when you want something. The sweetest thing in the world is the neshama. And, and the, the thirst and the hunger for physical things only generates more pain, more, mis- more lack, more hunger. You don't get what you're looking for. But whenever you taste of the neshama, there's a masikas beyond words. There's a sweetness beyond words. So he says, A person never felt that the inner point of the neshama. A person never felt that. He thinks that person thinks that no, if I get more stuff, then I'll be then I'll feel better. I'll be happy. That was the nineteenth floor problem. It will make me happy. The only reason he thinks that's so gewaldic and he wants all those things is because he never really tasted the, he never tasted real luxury. Real luxury is the neshama. It's the pnimi. It's the inner world. It's beyond and it's higher than all of the vitsinus of this world. In this, if we look a little bit and think a little bit about life as we know it, Nagala, we will reveal. They were constantly running. We're constantly running from one Rotson to another Rotson. Odom Karma Bike, a guy gets up in the morning, Spali Davins, Rots, Moy, and he runs to work, Lavaida. Lomo Halech Lavaida, why is he going to work? Okay, Deshla Yila Mishamim. Could be, he doesn't really have to work, he has enough money, but he doesn't want to be bored, he wants to have something to do. Okay, Deshla Tila Panas, or because he has to go, he needs a Panas. The bottom line is, he, 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 for the moment he gets up, he wants to do that. The moment he gets to work, he wants to accomplish this, he wants to do that, and so on. All day long, that's all the guy is doing. He's trying to he's trying to check off the things that he wanted and, and getting it done. And getting what he wants. He wants the panos, he wants to keep his job, he wants to make the boss happy, he wants the money, whatever it is. But all day long, it's a checklist. He doesn't have Yishavadas and Manucha. If he had that day's checklist, it doesn't get checked. If something isn't checked off. Kolzman is also There isn't even there isn't even a moment of the day where he doesn't want something. Talmud who writes a mashu. He constantly he always wants something. Hashela ma. The question is he's always in a state of wanting. The shaila is what does he want? Achshav, who writes Elias, next page, Kuflam, the Achshav, who writes Elias, and Right now, 
He wants to be with the kids. Now he wants to eat. He wants to rest a little bit. The whole day revolves around this question. What do I want? How do I satisfy what I want and take care of it? And how could I be Mekayim? How could I get what I want? A person is mamish, he is busy from morning till night. With all of his ritzainas. Trying to bring his ritzainas out, to carry out in the world his ritzainas. Doesn't mean that the person is constantly thinking about, okay, I have this rotsen and how do I accomplish this? I have this rotsen, how do I do that? He's not thinking all the time about it. It's not a conscious thought all the time. Most people spend the day without thinking at all, without looking into things deeply. So it's not like he's thinking. Okay, I want this, I want this, I want that. Although sometimes a person writes down, I have to do this, I have to do that. But there's a, there's a constant flow of ritzainus in a person's conscious or subconscious. It's a constant flow throughout the day of what I want now or what I want to have later in the day. It's a constant flow. He just doesn't think about it. Occasionally, he stops and he takes a deeper look at his ritzainus. Usually it's just a natural flow, that just is in his subconscious. He doesn't necessarily think about wanting this, wanting this, wanting that. So think about every prat, but it's a flow, either of his conscious or subconscious. It's there. It's in the back of his mind. Each time, according to that Indian, according to whatever it is. And he's being schlepped along, consciously or subconsciously. He's being schlepped along. He's being pulled like a dog on a leash. The, the leash has on it all of his ritzainas, and that's what pulls him throughout the entire day. The only thing, he doesn't look at himself as a dog because he's pulling the leash. But that's a bigger Rachmanis. He's pulling his whole leash. So he's going, he's dragging around like this, pulling himself. But, but, it's the leash consists of all those ritzainas, and he's being schlepped and pulled by all these ritzainas. His entire life revolves around one tzir, one axis. How can I actualize? How can I bring into reality all of my dreams? And in the and in the secular world, that's seen as an extremely noble aspiration. One's dreams to live to carry out all of one's dreams. I I, I told you that recently somebody told me about a movie. I mentioned this in in the chabur. I don't remember this chabur or different chabur. That someone told me there was a movie that came out on how long ago about two two old guys that they were dying or something, and they were told they're going to die. And and they made a, I don't know if they were old friends or new friends, but they made a cheshbon of what they wanted to do before they died. And then they and then they set out on a mission to, I guess with their checklist, to, to get done. And they had different, different kinds of lists, 
Maybe one was more chesodim, chesed, I, I don't know. Or one was more gashmi, some was more rochis, whatever it was. But in the world, that's, that's, that's an exceptionally honorable way to, to, to end one's life. Depending upon a person's rich sinus. So I don't know if the movie was showing better rich sinus or, or worse rich sinus, but that the person wanted, let's say, person, I, my whole life I wanted to see China. So even though I was, I never did because it was expensive, and I did, but now what am I going to do with my money? So I have only, I only have six months to live, so I'm going to China, check. And he goes off to China to see China. And this, in the eyes of the world, this is like a hush of a thing, but a person should carry his dreams. Every graduation speech is about carrying out your dreams and whatever, something like that, along those lines. Every little every little note to, any, to the graduates in their yearbooks about living out their dreams and so on. Uh, so this is considered in the world to be like a big Indian. Of course, so many people in the world have very, very horrible dreams, so it would, be, it would be terrible if they all lived them out. But even the better dreams, that's seen as a chash of a thing in the world. It's all ritzaynas. Ech lahag shem eschalaymas, aritzaynas shalai. Adam tzarech lahafaych esadisket, Shalachai. A person has to turn over the disc, turn over the, the, the record of life. And again, it's not a matter of just making, an adju- uh, making some adjustment and saying, okay, okay, I resign myself to not having this dream, say that. I'll have more modest aspirations, more modest goals. And I let go of that, I let go of that big, big dream, and I'll accept uh, something less. That's not the point. The point is, Turning over the dis, that meaning a, a different, a different, a completely different way of living, of thinking. Instead of sitting and trying to figure out how to live out these dreams, physical and physical inyanim, and all of these vitzaynis, instead take all of your dreams and your vitzaynis, and throw them into the ocean, because that's what's ruining your life. That's what's taking away your simchi, your menuchas, and nefesh. Forget about buying the, the apartment on the 19th floor with the ocean view. If you need the ocean, you should take Take your sinus and throw them into the ocean. Go up, ask, knock on the door, and visit and, and ask the guy, that miserable guy in the 19th apartment floor, ask him, could I just come to your balcony for a second? He says, sure. Come into this balcony, take all your sinus and throw them into the ocean from this balcony. And then take a look at the guy's eyes when you leave his apartment to see how happy he is on the 19th floor. We're talking about an entirely different way, an entirely different way of life. Wherever there's a rotz and gashmi, when there's a rotz and gashmi, not that you don't take care of what you need, but when you have a rotz and gashmi, a need, a feeling of a need, a want for something in gashmi is. The person should not try and think like this. Can this, don't think this way. Don't think, well, can I afford, does my budget allow for this rotsen? Don't think that. Which is, the, which is the way people usually think. You see something, you look, you look on the price. There was a yid that was telling me today, not today, he told me this week, a Tyre yid, that he, he has an Indian that he goes, twice a week he goes, he goes shopping. 
twice a week he goes shopping with his wife. I'm not talking about for, for, to help her with the with the bags, as a chavaya. Not 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 to help. That of course, if you need if your wife needs you to help you, you go and you, you go with her and you help. No, no, I'm not talking. He wasn't talking about going to the grocery and putting things into the car and carrying them into the house. That's a mitzvah. No, like to go when she goes shopping for dresses and shoes and things. He likes to go with her. He enjoys participating in that, watching that. So I can't say everything because what if he hears it on the tape and I'll have a, I'll have a big shiver in LA that I said. But I'm very tzibrochen from that that conversation. I can't get out of my head that there's such a thing that a person... Uh, and he himself knows that it's not good. That's why he knows he want, he does, that, that's not the way to live. That when he come at 120, this is what... No. So Saxoth Avenue was in Macy's, was it? What? If you say you're in the grocery store helping your wife with the with the groceries, you're tzaddik. You're helping, you're schlepping. Okay, it's a mitzvah. You're going for chavaya to, to run and they got to, to eat and go for a thing in, in Manhattan. It's the whole day, from morning to night, twice a week. <clears throat> so a person could stop and, 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 and in his shopping and he picks up the tag and he looks at the thing in the store, and it says, and he looks at it, and he says, I could, I could afford that. That's not, that's not the machshav, that's not the thought. If I can't afford what it says on the price tag, what am I going to do? I have to resign myself, I'll give up. If I can't afford it, then I'll try to I'll try to get it. I'll talk to the people. I'll handle I'll see what I can do. That's not the right response when you have a Ratzin Gashmi. When there's a Ratzin Gashmi that comes into you, that you feel a Ratzin for something in this world, Again, there's a Haimah Dragah, but we're going to work towards it, at least to be better. Not going to be there, but we're better. Uh, our avoid is not all or nothing. We're trying to be better. So the person's avoid at that moment is to be misbehaving to think. If I don't have this, will I be able to live? So I'm not talking about bread and water. If I don't have this, will I be able to live? Don't start saying, no, but I won't enjoy this. Will I be able to live? Am I talking about something that if I don't have it, my life will not be normal? In other words, if I... Am I talking about something that's uh, uh, that's needed? If I don't have it, I'll suffer. I can't live. Are we talking about an item like that? After you think about this for a moment, and we can try doing this once in a while. Obviously, we're not going to perfect this. There's a big avayda, there's a avayda of tzaddikim. But at least once in a while, we could all try so when you think about it, it's mezbar l'shalai. Then you come to the conclusion, no, no, it's not something that I need. It's something that I want, or that I would like, but not that I need. I don't really need it. Elohim ritzaynis shel hachava. These are only ritzaynis of expansion. Hachava, more. He's born la'atzmei amayik b'seich ha'nefesh. Then he just think, look at himself deeply into his neshama. The yarmen say. Come to your neshama and say this. 
if I if I let go of this wanting, not resign myself and walk away upset, but if I don't want it, I just delete this wanting feeling, this wanting moment. If I do that, I'm going to be more shalom. I'll have the shlemus of not wanting. I'll have the shlemus of the neshama, of of the etzim of who I am, of being happy with with what I am and what I have. To be samech bechelki. Much more, infinitely more so than if I than if I get the thing, because then I, I'm still a wanting person. I haven't I haven't solved the problem of my life. It's always to want things. So I'm always nervous. I'm always anxious. I'm always upset. And I'm always broke. So I'll be more of a shalom. And we learn that the only time that you want something is when you think it'll work. It, it'll work better for you. But when the person stops and says, if I let go of this wanting, that will work best for me. It'll work best for me. On many levels. It'll work best for me financially. But that's not the ikr. But it'll work best for me because then I'm entering into that place that's called taiva hanesham ma'id ma'id. It's very, very good. And if I actually do go about getting this, and I carry out what I wanted, and I buy it. Am I going to be in a place of greater simcha? I'm not about for the moment. That's part of the tie for the moment. But am I going to be going to be in a place of shleimus, of simcha, of menucha? Or, or have I only added fuel to the fire of a person whose whole life is one of chaser, of chisroinus? So if I'm a doyresh Hashem, I'm able to step back, let go of that rotsen, and to experience the taste of doyresh Hashem that happiness for a person who's not missing anything. For a person who, who's not missing anything because he lives with etzim ha'avayi which is his neshama, which is Yisrael, which is toiva ma'oid ma'oid. We'll continue with Hashem next week. We should be zoicha. We should be zoicha each and every one of us to to go to that place, which is Taiva Ma'id Ma'id, which is the Nishama, and ultimately to, as you saw, the Glashem, and meet this man, you may know, online.